Radio Free Redoubt begins in 5, 4, 3, 2... Good morning, God-fearing, liberty-loving, Christian nationalist patriots. Welcome to the Morning Commute with JJS and Lady Liberty coming at you from Spokane, Washington on 96.5 FM and AM 630 on the dial. Good morning, Lady Liberty. Well, good morning to you and good morning everyone out there. Welcome to Thrash Economy Thursday. Thrash them. <laughs> we are certainly going to thrash them today. In fact, yes. from, day, from today on forward in fact oh, yeah. we've actually got good news for everyone it turns out that uh, uh, we are free and able to not just air the campaign ad yes but we can talk about it here if we feel like it and absolutely so, so fantastic and that was uh, that's uh, we're basically cleared hot from the FCC so woohoo that's right uh, load the breaches and prepare to fire in the hole <laughs> that's right you know uh it is, and, and thank you to the station management uh, at ACN yep, and Liberty Broadcasting. Job. Yeah, just they're just awesome patriot Christians, and you know the only independent, very very few independent radio uh, networks that are out there now. That's right. Where you can speak the truth, you can just bring it, and yep. not have to uh, worry about being censored or anything like that. But there were there were some questions and. The FCC was actually very helpful, very nice, and and uh, kind of laid it all out there. So we know where the guardrails are. We're good to go. That's so, right. Very exciting. And uh, yeah, go check out the website uh, for your favorite candidate, Renee Holiday, for Congress dot com. More content's going to be posted there too, and also the new Telegram channel, uh, Renee Holiday for Congress dot com. Right, that's right. We're going to be posting shorts uh, as as we're going to different candidates' events and and speaking engagements and whatnot. And so it's going to be exciting, yeah. and it's it's a really good thing because um, you know right now with everybody catching up to the fact that yep, this is a communist takeover. Yes, this is truly you know watching the communists pay the invasion as well. Yes, yeah, they did it to themselves. I, I mean, the yep. the left, you know, they pushed too far. Oh yeah, where it, it's a it's awakened the the giant, and now you have mainstream, you know, Christian, patriotic conservatives that are normally, you know, play it safe. They don't get out there on the fringe, you know, too too extremist uh, and too con- conspiracy theorist, but. What they're waking up to is what the so-called conspiracy theorists have been warning about and connecting dots to for a long time. And now it's mainstream in conservative Republican circles. That's right. As far as the threat that we're facing. And and uh, it is an existential threat. No question about it. That's right. <clears throat> and so we've got some really great updates here. And... You know how they're handling this communist takeover, this this communist coup that started in 2020, and now we're seeing the fruits of it. How they're handling this in New York City is exemplary, and we've got updates from that, and yeah. as as well as updates from the truckers. They're they're calling it the trucker revolt 
And so, right. you know, they're they're and spilling over. They're it's... describing they are three hundred and fifty thousand strong, and nearly every single last one of them is a trumper. Right. So you know that talking about independent truckers. Oh yes, yeah. independent truckers, and and so. Well, we can't share the clip, the latest clip from the latest trucker. Pretty salty. That we yeah. <laughs> that we were listening to because it's just not arable. But he had he made some very good points that we will we will actually just, you know, we'll talk about what he's Well it was a glimpse into the sentiment about how that whole industry is feeling right now. And and not just just how they're feeling emotionally, the action that they're taking. But it's other businesses as well. So we've got updates on that progress. It's it's taken off, and and nobody is happy about what they're doing to Trump. And so they're they're getting ready to just put the crunch on New York City. And yeah. and of course the governor Hochul is she's just buckling down like any prideful uh, person communist. would. You know any yeah exactly any prideful communist is definitely gonna instead of seeing the light and going oh. I'm going to get blamed for ruining this entire state if I don't fix this. Right. And it's going to go down in history that Hochul crashed New York State, right? Yeah. Well, and that she, judge yeah, and, and other people like them. And she's not backing down. Instead, she's doubling down. So, oh boy, I feel sorry for all the people of New York State and New York City having to live there under that kind of an idiot. I'm sorry, but that's that's idiocy. It, it is. In, self-destruction. Yep, exactly. That's what communism is. It's self-destructive. That's right. They brought it on themselves with illegal fraud and, yes. and election fraud on top of it, election interference. I mean, they're behaving like criminals, and now they're going to make the whole state pay for it. Right. So, you know, it's a, we'll, we'll uh, continue with those updates after the break. Well, you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. So, yep. <laughs> That's um, right. In, in other uh, thrashing news, Israel continues to thrash Hamas, pummeling them into powder. And so, God bless them. Go Israel. Yep. Take him out. Don't stop. Don't let uh, Blinken try to. Well, they're not. They're basically saying, uh, "Thanks for your advice. Go away." Yeah. yeah. You know what? Because you know, like Anthony Blinken, he's he's too busy concerned with his staff using offensive words like men and women and right parent right and, and and trying to tell somebody as as brilliant as Netanyahu to stop doing what he's doing you got to be kidding yeah don't stop until they are no longer a threat and until you get all of those hostages back that's no right no matter what it takes yep. so and no more uh, two state solution you had your chances multiple chances that's for sure so. although it will come eventually it is that's how we know well the, the antichrist be the yeah, beginning we'll... of of the final seven years has started is as soon as that two-state solution actually happens yeah that covenant yep. that he makes yeah so. that's right so it will eventually it's just not yet <laughs> not yet not until then <laughs> that's right so uh let's see what else uh well you know what let's get to the word of the day uh what some great once again great Great discussions and great scriptures oh, yesterday yep. in Hebrews. Always. Yep, sure was. So what do, what do we have today? Okay, so random turning for today for uh, Thrash Comedy Thrash. Thursday from Joshua chapter 14, which reads under the title, The Land Divided West of the Jordan. These are the areas which the children of Israel inherited in the land of Canaan, which Eleazar the priest 
Joshua the son of Nun, and the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel distributed as an inheritance to them. Their inheritance was by lot, as the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses for the nine tribes and the half-tribe. For Moses had given the inheritance of the two tribes and the half-tribe on the other side of the Jordan, but to the Levites he had given no inheritance among them. For the children of Joseph were two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim, and they gave no part to the Levites in the land except cities to dwell in with their common lands for their livestock and their property. As the Lord had commanded Moses, so the children of Israel did, and they divided the land. Then the children of Judah came to Joshua in Gilgal, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and me in Kadesh Barnea. I was forty years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren, who went up with me, made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. So Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he said, these forty-five years, ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, here I am this day, eighty-five years old, as yet I am as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim were there, and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me, and I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him, and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Hebron, therefore, became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord of <clears throat> because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Hebron formerly was Kirjath Arba. Arba was the greatest man among the Anakim. Then the land had rest from war. And that's it. Mm. And well so so very interesting because yeah, here here Caleb is eighty five years old before he is given this inheritance that God swore to him. and The land. Yes, that's so, right. So first, before we go any further, UN, UN and globalists, pay attention. That's right. This was 3,500 years ago. Yep. Documentation right. of God giving the land to the Israelites. That's right. So let's get that settled. Well, and another thing, longevity, right? God is um, long-suffering <laughs> His, his idea of a long time to wait for something is like an entire lifetime to us, but right. he just apparently... Or, or generations. Right. And he apparently just goes, oh, that's nothing. You know, <laughs> like like how long yes. Abraham and Sarah waited to have a child. Yes. Right. There they are, 100 years old nearly, and, and God's yeah. like, 
uh, looking at his watch. Oh, I don't know. Is it time yet? <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know? you know, and so here Caleb's waiting. He's like, good grief. I'm 85 years old. How, right. how old do I have to be? Right. Well, what was also interesting in this passage is verse two, where it describes their inheritance was by lot as the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses for the nine tribes and the half tribe. Yes. Well, by lot is an interesting uh, reference here because the notes, the Bible notes say, casting lots was a respected means of determining God's will. It could have been by drawing straws or throwing small stones. However it was done, the people honored the outcome as God's decision. But when we read that, you and I both went, oh wait, they used to use something called the Urim and the Thummim. Yes. And so if you go back to Exodus chapter 28, verse 30, verse 30 reads, and you shall put in the breastplate of judgment, the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be over Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. So Aaron shall bear the judgment. And um, so the notes in that particular verse describe that the Urim and the Thummim were put in the breastplate these were some type of device used to understand the messages from Yahweh. And so, you know, that um, this is how they made their decisions. They consulted the yes. Urim and the Thummim that this was this was a description given to them by God on how to do this over, over different matters that they needed yes, no answers. Exactly. And this is referred to several times. They didn't draw straws. They didn't nope. throw little stones. That's People right. were trying to guess, you know, throw some dice. Right. So it the Bible notes are kind of lacking. It is. It, the translation, when whenever this occurs, they were using the Ermin and the Thummim. Yeah. The, 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 and the, the, Ur, the Urim and the Thummim. Right. And so... And we don't know what that is. Just a minute. Uh, When I looked it up, this is very interesting. It says here, what kind of stones are Urim and Thummim? And apparently it consisted of two smooth three-cornered diamonds set in glass. And the glasses were set in silver bows, which were connected with each other in much the same way as old-fashioned spectacles. Most accounts refer to them as clear, not opaque. Huh. And so that's the first time I've heard that. I know that's that's fascinating. That's a, a fascinating uh, study to find out exactly what happened. And and they wouldn't wouldn't they change to opaque for whichever answer was yes or no. Well, that's what I was trying to recall. One meant one thing. One means like sp- sparkling, dazzling. One means light, like one would light up and one would. Yeah, one would be opaque. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I can't remember yeah. exactly what those terms mean, but they would definitely clearly indicate where God was telling them yes, no, you know, because, and and it's also suspected that that's when, when David went in to inquire of the Lord, you know, should we go to battle with these people or whatever, right. Right. that that God would tell him, yes, go up against these people. And Joshua, the same thing. So it's the speculation, but that David most likely was using this Umen, Umen and Thumen, Thumen. Yeah, Urim and, Urim and Thumen. It's, right. It's, <laughs> it's a to, mouthful. To determine whether, you know, what direction the Lord wanted him to go. Well, and, and nobody knows what happened to him. That's right. And very interesting because it says, too, that the stones were used to decide important matters as well and judge the innocence or guilt of 
particular sinners. So like uh, in, in, yes. in cases where it wasn't obvious as to whether somebody was lying or telling the truth, these, you know, you could call them God stones, basically. Right. These God stones would lay it out, who was doing what and when. And so, right. you and know. And where they came from, God may have just given them to Moses up on the mount. Right. And it not been recorded. And of course, that's speculation too. And of course, what happened to them. Right. I suspect they're probably with the Ark of the Covenant. I wouldn't right be surprised. And yeah, yeah fascinating little sure little is. bit of history there. And also, you know, this this part here where he describes as yet I am as strong this day on the day as the day that Moses sent me. And so here is here's this this group of people that I mean, boy, they're they're just strong and going well yes. into their hundreds. You know, I mean, it's like uh, 100, 120 years old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're going out to war and, and they're not feeble. They're not weak, nothing. And uh, of course, you know, they were the ones that, that were out in the desert for 40 years with God. Yeah, and God so, toughened them up. Yeah. And their clothes didn't wear out. Their clothes and their he, shoes or their didn't shoes. wear out. Yep, yeah. that's right. So, so cool. their bodies, sounds like he preserved their bodies too. But they did die of old age because that generation had to pass away before the next generation yep. could. Yep, that's so, right. still very interesting. Yep. All right, well, uh, we better take a break here real quick. And uh, once you put that scripture out again. Okay, one more time. That was from Joshua chapter 14, the whole chapter, verses 1 through 15. All right. Got it. That's some good reading. I like I like Joshua. Yep, fascinating stuff. Yep. Okay, well, we'll be back right after these messages. If you guys have a website, whether it's for a business or a ministry or for any reason, you know, uh, it's got to be hosted somewhere. Check out tlcwebhosting.com. They're Christian Patriot owned here in the American Redoubt and very competitively priced and they take great care of us. So they'll take great care of you. That's tlcwebhosting.com. Com. We'll be back with segment two right after these messages. I'm Renee Holiday. I'm announcing my candidacy for Congress for District 5 in Eastern Washington as a strong conservative Christian MAGA Republican. We are currently in an existential crisis in America because of weak leadership who have failed to place God first over this nation. They have also failed to keep their oaths of office to uphold and defend the Constitution and the rights of the individual. They have failed to secure our elections and have opened our border to an invasion from over 172 countries. America has never been more vulnerable to attack than we are now. I'm running because Eastern Washington needs a rep with some spine that can stand up to this lawless regime and help bring America back under the safety of our Constitution by securing our elections and closing our border. I have already written the Congressional bill to do just that and have been publicly pushing it for the past year. Eastern Washington needs a fighter with a record of being effective in fighting the globalists, and that fighter is me. I have been fighting the globalists for 18 straight years and have written two books about it. Eastern Washington needs an effective fighter in D.C., and that fighter is me, Renee Holiday. I need your vote on August 6th, but I need your support right now to kick off my campaign. I'm running to win and to take America back, and I can only do this with your support. Let's get it done together. 
So you can go to my campaign website at ReneeHolidayForCongress.com. It's spelled R-E-N-E-H-O-L-A-D-A-Y-ForCongress.com. This ad paid for by the Committee to Elect Renee Holiday, Washington Congressional District 5. Are you prepared to defend yourself in the dark? A weapon light helps you identify and even deter threats in low light. But it can be difficult to find a secure and comfortable holster. At Works, we design and build holsters for Glock and Six Hour pistols with lights. Our precision fit holsters will help you carry with confidence so you're ready to defend yourself day and night. Go to WorksHolsters.com. Find your gun and light in our holster finder, select your preferred carry style, and order your holster today. Welcome back, Patriots, to the Morning Commute with JJS and Lady Liberty. Every weekday morning at 7 a.m. for the Morning Commute, you can check us out at RadioFreeRedoubt.com, and also you can listen to our archived shows at RadioFreeRedoubt.Podbean.com. And... Uh, also, we are listener-supported. We are greatly appreciative of those of you who do help keep us on the air. And any amount, if you could just go to uh, RadioFreeRedoubt.com, click on the Donate to RFR tab there and open up the page and find the different ways that you can help support us. We're very grateful. So uh, thank you. And Lady Liberty, segment two. That's right, everyone. Welcome back to Thrash Comedy Thursday. <laughs> we got a clip here with uh, President Trump in an interview with Laura Ingram from Fox News. Oh, and, yeah. and they're talking about what is he going to do about this election fraud? Listen what he has to say. How are you going to make sure that mail-in ballots and voter fraud, which we heard from a lot of people in line, was an issue front and center. They're very concerned about mail-in voting. So forget the past. What are you going to do to make sure we don't have problems going forward? If you have mail-in voting, you automatically have fraud. If you have Okay, well, there's mail-in voting in Florida, and you won huge. That's right. If you have it, you're going to have fraud. But what are you going to do about it? Uh, The way you win is by swamping them. The way you win is by swamping them. Well... Well, let's hope that swamping them does it. That's right. I, you know, I, boy, that that's, I, I cringe at the thought of that plan. We've actually, been, we've well, we've been saying for three years, you've got to get rid of the electronic voting machines. Yep. And yep. they have stifled all other evidence, including these mail-in ballots with these drop boxes, the ballot harvesting that we've seen. You know, bogus. Uh, fake ballots being dropped off by the thousands and and the millions in, it, in some of the cases. Right, yeah. I'm thinking like per per area, but right. yeah, nationwide it's millions and millions, and so uh, maybe that is the only solution that the margins can be so tight you can fudge them one way and steal an election, but if you if you swamp it, it's possible it, to throw the whole thing off. That they can't get that many. They can't tilt it that far. Well, and see, he's going off of what worked for him in 2016. That was what worked. Um, but they've since, you know, I think they've since honed in on, you know, refining how they can still steal it through other methods. Yeah. And I mean, we again, Argentina got rid of them. It's what we need to do. That's right. And it, it needs to be uh, paper ballots, single-day voting, yep. in person, with a valid ID. That's right. And hand-counted. 
That's right. Right there, you're going to have true elections. And absolutely no illegals. Absolutely no illegals. That's that's against the law right there. Uh, oh, absolutely. But that's that's the Democrats' plan. That's this part of their strategy here. And, of course, it's going to lead to the destru- destruction. Ultimate, I mean, existential threat. Yep. That's it. Like no yep. more America. Yep, exactly. And we're already maybe at that tipping point where it, could it even be restored only with somebody like Trump in office who's willing to go after them and remove them from the country once he gets in office. And That's it's going right. to happen within months. Well, and see, so he's going up against the intelligence agencies that have this whole process perfected as to how yeah. to uh, pull these election frauds. And so they seem very confident in their talking to Congress about what they were going to do for this next election. Oh, yeah. how, and so how they got it all under control. Yep. And, oh, so, yeah, you uh, bet they do. Ooh, Trump better watch out. Well, and speaking of Trump and watching out, what's happening in New York is backfiring on them with this case. And now they're talking more businesses this is not just a trucker revolution. This, right. These are like multi-billionaire businesses de- deciding not to do business in New York anymore. That's right. Remember, New York has the highest taxes in the country, the worst regulatory environment, and it's incredibly mismanaged. And I'm pointing out now on top of that, you get this insanity, a, a victimless crime. And forget about Trump. It's not about Trump. I don't mm-hmm. care about Trump in this. I care about America and I care about entrepreneurship. And I care about democracy and the fairness. The judicial system is now being criticized. People are asking themselves, the bar of New York, is this judge rational to charge $355 million in a case where no one lost any money? Is that good for the people of New York? Should the people of New York wake up to this and say, what's happening to us? Why is this becoming so perverse? Why are we the focus of this injustice? And I have nothing to do with Trump. I'm not supporting Trump. I'm supporting American entrepreneurship. And New York is slowly becoming the number one loser state in America. I'm sorry. That's what's happening. And and this is what we were talking about, capitalism. This This is where capitalism gets to make a choice as far as this continuing to go on. And the the self-destructiveness of these types of policies. Of course, they won't get it until after they, you know, smash their own fingers and thumbs with the hammer. Yeah, until you know, until there's no more supplies left for any of the people <laughs> exactly. in New York City, especially all of the illegal immigrants that they've just imported. And, yes. you know, so that was Kevin O'Leary, a multi-millionaire, multi-multi-millionaire from Shark Tank that is making those comments. And and he's speaking with them on CNN. To, you know, I kind of like how he is treating this woman in this interview because she's clearly a leftist attorney that thinks that it's all good and everything that is happening is mm. is so productive. And, oh, looking out for the people of New York by making this outrageous ruling. Well, he pretty much just sets her straight over and over. Yeah, <laughs> he, he speaks the truth. So now tomorrow for... Uh, fired up friday oh, this catholic couple in indiana is now asking the supreme court to intervene because they've the child protective services have taken their transgender child for not using his its preferred pronouns and name 
Oh, boy. This can happen anywhere, folks. You should be fired up about this. But join us tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. for the morning commute right here. That's right. You all have a thankful Thrash Economy Thursday. And blessings to all of you Christian patriots out there.